Welcome back to Balance Boldly, the podcast where you get to be bold about your balance and campaign to shake the shame that stunts our growth. I'm your host, Nikita Thigpen, Balance and Relationship Advisor for Bold Women in Business and a Few Brave Men. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to be back with you guys for another episode. Um, Today is a really special day because it's one of the first interview cast, I guess you would say, the interview style podcast that we're sharing under this new umbrella of Balance Boldly. And I'm no stranger to podcasts. Many of you know that we had Balance Beam podcast, which was my fave. It was my baby, my first baby um, for many, many years. And we went through all kinds of evolutions of it and, you know, wanted to see it grow this way and shape this way and turn the other. And I realized one of the big missing pieces was not making sure that we held the integrity of very specific organic conversations. Um, I think the guests that we were interviewing were starting to come a little too well prepared. Um, And of course, we never want anyone to, you know, not show up and be themselves, but we really just want you to be honest. And we we know that that comes with all kinds of layers um, of yourself. Some people just show up and they're on all the time without preparation. Um, And some people just don't know how to just be a little bit more vulnerable. So, and that was my, that was my fault. So I have to take full responsibility for that. Um, is that the balance beam podcast was becoming way too business and not enough balance in terms of what was really happening. So people could be successful in their business and their professional lives and their relationships. Um, and I promised to be very focused and to do a much better job with this, um, this time around. And part of that comes from forming really healthy, strong relationships with people, even the new people that we haven't really had an opportunity to get to know as well before we interview them because they came highly recommended or I I was professionally stalking them, whatever it was. Um, I wanted to make sure I do a better job of working with the personality of that person. So if they are very kind of focused on always teaching and giving, I'll ride with it, but still getting them to open up, um, not necessarily always about their personal trials, but just giving some insight into how they really think about a topic and not what is the the PC, politically correct answer to something. So I hope that you guys receive that from this new level of the podcast because I'm excited um, every time I show up and I even get, I used to like never get nervous about doing a podcast and then I'm like, okay, I'd have to really make sure that I drink my water and put my shea butter on my lips and be really prepared because I'm going in for like hours at a time. Um, So you guys can have this consistently every Wednesday sent out to you. So I'm really excited. So today, speaking of relationships, right, because this season is all about commitment challenges and all those things that add and subtract from our follow through. And part of it is are those rather relationship traps that we have um, with the people in our life and making sure that we develop strong, healthy relationships with people that you don't feel like you need to hide your truth with. And that is really important, you know, and I mean that professionally and personally, I think in 2016, 2017, moving forward, everyone should be in a space where you don't have to keep putting on a mask um, and suffocating yourself. I just think it's, it's over. You know, there's so many different things in the political climate and the, the universe and the energy space and the health space. You know, we're losing people left and right, young and old and everything in between. Like, just stop being phony. That's really what it's about. Stop putting on airs. Now, I'm not saying that you take 
your your bedroom mouth into the boardroom situation. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, you know, obviously know which which part of you needs to show up, which side of you needs to show up, the really high profile academic side or the the more interchangeable relationship building side or the, the homegirl side. So, you know, we get it. There's all different layers. But I'm saying don't create mask over top of those layers. You know, peel back and show the side that's going to be the most effective in the room and don't be phony. And because when you are, you're creating relationships and you're attracting people to you that will only ever be able to interact with that not so real side of yourself. And then that becomes a trap once you start to get more comfortable because of time. You know, y'all you have been friends for so many years now or um, you've been to enough events together or whatever the case. And you feel like because of time, the time you share between you that you should be able to show another another side or another layer of yourself. But they only saw the mask. And that's always a problem. And you have to be really careful, especially when you're befriending someone because of the mask that you saw and you weren't using your discernment at a strong enough level, which we'll talk about in another episode at another time. But it just wasn't high enough for you to see that that wasn't a layer. That just wasn't a side of them that needed to be the most effective in the room that you were seeing. That was a mask covering who they really were. Because when that happened, the when that happens, there's all kinds of things that come out of that uh, mistrust and frustration and guilt and um, regrettable situations that can really tamper not only that relationship, but it becomes toxic for your future relationships. So the guests that we'll be speaking with a little bit later, we're, we're really going to have a great conversation on relationship traps. But kind of starting from here, I wanted to be open with you guys about why I wanted to have this conversation. And part of it was because I had to look at the relationships that I created and built um, and lost over the last five and a half, almost six years of my company. You know, there was another layer that showed up for Nikita Thigpen when I decided to embrace what was already burdening and like bubbling up in me, which was entrepreneurship. And in that, there were um, there were some people who exposed themselves immediately. You know, I've talked about that in one of the other episodes, but people who are looking at what you're doing and how you're living out loud. And because they didn't make those same choices, um, they're trying to poke holes in everything you do. So there were some people who came right out. <laughs> they were not hiding it. And I have to say that I respected those people because at least I knew who I was dealing with almost immediately. Um, and some were, were shedding that skin be, just because they were afraid for me. They were like, what are you doing? You quit your job. What? You, girl, you got a family, a husband. What is wrong with you? All these degrees. You better work in an organization and keep that thing moving. <laughs> um, and they just didn't understand my passion. And part of it is because I couldn't communicate it. I was so excited on the inside, but I couldn't verbalize it on the outside. Um, and even with all the detailed strategies and plans and all those things, it was just, it was really hard to tell someone I'm doing it because I have to <laughs> and not really want, you know, want or be in a space or place to communicate all the other emotions that's going on. Um, and then being in a place with people like that, as I grew and mature in my entrepreneurship and sharing that with someone and for me to see that our relationship was never what I thought it was, because as soon as I communicated with passion, what that was, 
they immediately um, took their mask off and showed me who they really were. Um, and that was because I had poor discernment at that time in, in those relationships. I got caught in the process and the habit of the comfort. And I'm talking about sister friends, y'all. I'm not talking about my man. My husband has been with me since we were 17, friends since 13 and a half. If that's that is what it is. It's all good. It's as good as it's going to be for a marriage that is good this long and it gets better every day. Um, but I'm talking about, you know, platonic relationships, professional relationships, the ones that cross over because there is crossover at times, right? You know, many of the friends that I have to this day, some we've been friends since we were teeny boppers and some we were, we became friends because of a prof professional relationship working together in an organization building rapport um and then we just you know remained friends even with the transitions of you know she went here i went there we just maintained it um but sometimes you have to look at what is your friendship really built on was it built on um complaining you know just having a bee fest as we like to say you know we just always in the the cafeteria room or whatever complaining 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 and that was our relationship and even after you parted ways and went on to a new you know, organization or new company that was still your tether? Um, was it because of the type of work that you did, that that was the bond and whatever the pluses and minuses were that you shared, that's really what it was about. And now that you've moved on from that work, um, completely different industry um, or different passion, and that you've em embraced a different passion, people feel like maybe you don't have anything um, left to connect with uh, for whatever that reason is, be, may not be envy at all. It may just be because you don't have anything left with the time has passed. You know, what does Maya Angelou say? Seasons, reasons, and lifetime. So really respecting where that is, but also recognizing when you're creating a trap because of your past baggage. So the next expert, um, the guest expert that we're going to be speaking with in a little bit, um, coming up right next, we're really going to dig down on what that looks like when we're bringing that baggage in. Because it's important to recognize it. So we cannot keep repeating the same mistakes. It's so important for us to do that because obviously those regrettable situations that we had when we didn't catch something in time, our discernment wasn't high enough. Um, we let someone in and said, I am not 17. How did that happen to me? How did I let this person get this close? Um, or that happened or the fact that I'm up here pissed off frustrated, can't wait to get him or her on the phone so I can tell them a piece of my mind. Um, meanwhile, they're not thinking about you. You think about them. They ain't think about you. You didn't mess up your whole day, spent two hours talking to your spouse about it um, or your other girlfriend or your cousin or whoever you felt like you could trust enough to share it. Meanwhile, they have moved on. They didn't spew their toxic and moved on and it splattered all over you. And now because of that, you've taken that on as a layer of ookie cookie stuff, you know, that shame that I'm always talking about. Um, and now that you've built up this heart and calcified wall as you move forward into other potential great opportunities to build new relationships. Um, and now we're all shaded um, and it's just it's just not a good thing. So I'll, I'll leave you with that um, as we get ready to move forward and introduce our next guest. The Balance Boldly is brought to you by All About Leverage, a company that integrates LinkedIn and social selling innovation to build power networks, open more doors, and maximize client acquisition. 
From on-site to virtual training programs, concierge social marketing programs, LinkedIn executive profile optimization, speaking engagements, power networking groups, and LinkedIn coaching, AAL is a full-service LinkedIn and social selling resource. Learn more at allaboutleveragellc.com. I have to say that I am really excited this morning, as I typically am when I start any engagement and conversation with someone who is a woman or male of excellence and that stands on a bed of integrity. I met our next guest by simply doing what less than 5% of us do online. I took initiative. I had an opinion and I posted it online in response to an article she had posted on LinkedIn. Our next guest is Meredith Bell. She's been an entrepreneur since 1982, an expert in helping companies develop the people side of their business. Meredith is co-founder and president of Performance Support Systems, a global software company based in Virginia. She heads up marketing and sales for the company, and over the years, she served as an informal mentor and coach to the other coaches, consultants, business owners, and human resource professionals who use their products. One of Meredith's strengths is building strong relationships. She and her business partners have worked together for over 25 years, and many of their clients and resellers have done business with them for more than two decades. She understands what's required to build the loyalty and commitment that lead to repeat business and referrals. And I must say that Meredith and I had a two plus hour conversation in our first contact because she truly understands what organic engagement is all about. Meredith, welcome to Balance Boldly. How are you today? Oh, I'm great, Nikita. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. And yes, I chuckle when I think about that first call we had that went for over two hours. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty amazing. I had a lot of fun. And of course, that was not our plan. I think we were set up for like a 20 or 30 minute Uh, just touch-based conversation, but you were a plethora of information and advice and help and assistance in ways that I would have never thought about, let alone requested. You were pretty amazing, so I appreciated your transparency during that conversation. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm very excited about being with you today in our uh, conversation that we'll be having again Yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, So the first segment that we're going to jump right in, um, so I have little themes for everything. Uh, Meredith is new to my network, so she's getting to know me, and I talk in isms that I call Nikita-isms when I make up words and I make up themes and frames for everything. Uh, So the first kind of theme that I wanted to jump into is what is it to you is pretty much what I call it. Um, And we're talking about relationship traps this morning because season one is all about commitment challenges that all of us have personally in our relationships and our business. And relationship traps for me are those things that we unintentionally create because of bad situations that we had in our past. And there's some guilt and mistrust, maybe anger and even frustration that's coming from those bad experiences that we we tend to roll over into those new potential relationships. Um, And I'll pick on myself for a second before I ask you, Meredith, uh, to jump in. I know for me, being in business for over five years, I've definitely uh, been the ripped, you know, bunny rabbit running through a forest of wolves 
and they've seen me as a newbie. They saw me as prey. They smelt the blood coming and they took advantage of it. You know, you're going into new environments to network or to meet people you admire or inspire to be like. Um, and all they see is a dollar sign over your head is how can they get business out of you or how can they jump into your pocket of network with no intention of truly helping you. And I had to find out the hard way, being a newbie, not having a coach like you, not having an advisor um, on my side at the time and not having the systems like the systems that you provide now through your current company under performance support systems, um, not having any of that, I got taken advantage of. So what it did is it made me produce a little bit of a, a layer, you know, some would say a thicker skin, right? Um, and it's not necessarily a bad thing to have a thicker skin, but sometimes I found myself creating kind of a cemented layer of not letting potentially quality people get close to me because of the bad experiences that I had. And I know you've seen that with your clients, both corporately and the, the more personal business clients that you've served. And I'm sure you've experienced it on some level. So I'm curious on your take on these relationship traps that we create and how we could avoid making them. Well, I think a core element for me is that relationships have to be built on trust and respect. And so some of the traps that I think people fall into are when trust is broken in one relationship it's not a good thing to generalize that and then be hesitant about trusting someone in a new relationship because mm -hmm. that person is not the same as the one where they may have experienced that prior issue. So I think keeping an open mind is so critical and monitoring the stories that we tell ourselves yes. because that really shapes what we see as reality. So if, let's just say, the first time you and I spoke, mm -hmm. if I had been hesitant about talking to you because of some bad experience I had had with someone else, it wouldn't have been fair to you to bring my prior pain and um, you know negative experience with that other person into my interactions with you because they don't apply. They're not real. And yet, too often, we have told ourselves certain stories because of how we interpret things that it prevents us from a willingness to be open and honest with someone else. And I think that's a key element in learning how to avoid bringing baggage along with us or bringing negative feelings is simply recognizing this is a new situation. What happened in the past doesn't necessarily have any uh, impact or relevance to what I'm, you know, going to be going into in this new situation. No, I totally agree with you. And I know one of the earlier lessons that I learned along the way of, you know, doing what felt uh, natural was to build up some defenses, right? To, you know, get a thicker skin. If you get knocked down a few times, you start to learn some defensive moves, you know, on your way back up eventually. Um, but to your point, you have to be really mindful around fighting off people that may be coming into your corner to help you, uh, but you're not giving them an opportunity because you're frantic, you're nervous, you're scared. 
For some people, there's even a bit of shame that, you know, you're at a certain level in your life or your business. You know, you're over 40, you're over 30, you're over 50, you've, you know, built businesses, you've raised families, you've done all these, you know, really good quality things. And then to let another experience hit you, kind of blindside you. Sometimes there are some some questions that you ask of yourself that um, that really inhibits your growth um, because you're not willing to to be honest about those answers. Why did that person get close to you? Why why did that situation occur? What could you have done differently? Or is there anything that you could have done differently? Um, and in my case, it was a matter of taking um, you know an observatory stance of saying, well, Nikita, part of it is because you were really awesome at this other thing, but this is a new area that you're not familiar with. You're not. Um, trained as an entrepreneur. You don't know about sales. You don't know to to look for certain clues to what is effective and what is ineffective, what is, you know, um, inflated marketing. Like you're not aware of that. And I had to step back and say I needed help and I needed to get a coach to help me see all the things that was was happening for me. Um, and that that was for my own personal lesson in it. But there are many other situations that are happening for people that aren't necessarily, you know, network related um, that's happening for them, Um, especially with like the leaders that you work with in companies. They're dealing with so many other relationship traps, just trying to climb a, a ladder or play middle management because they have teams that they support, but yet they have top tier management that they also have to you know, relate to. There's so many different things that are coming. And I think that that's a huge concern for so many people. Well, you know, when you were just talking now, it made me think too, um, where a relationship has been at a given point in time doesn't mean it has to stay that way going forward. Mm -hmm. Um, And so one of the things I think is important to recognize is the the fluidity, if you will, of a relationship. Um, in other words, you have the power to positively impact that relationship through your willingness to be honest and vulnerable about things that you may have done in the past that detracted from the relationship. And I'll give you a real example. Mm -hmm. There's a manager who um, is going through our program, and one of the things that she had decided she wanted to really work on was this whole concept of engaging in dialogue. It's actually a very important skill. And what it simply means is you decide you're going to open up and listen to people and ask them about the reasons behind their thinking, not as a way to challenge them and try to prove them wrong, but as a way to understand where they're coming from. Because in the past, this manager, um, who supervisors, supervisors a number of other first-line supervisors, was typically in a rush. She always, like many of us, had a mm-hmm. lot on her plate, and so her tendency was to jump the gun and and come up with a solution or a recommendation immediately. And there were certain, this one individual in particular in this situation that came to her, she had this mindset that this woman was a complainer based on previous experience with her. So by working on this skill of dialogue, what she did when this woman brought a concern to her is she decided to listen 
and ask some questions to get her to talk about where those concerns were coming from, Mm. you know, what had happened. And Nikita, that ended up transforming not just her relationship with that one supervisor, but what it prompted her to do because of what she learned in that conversation by keeping an open mind and acknowledging the validity of what this person was saying, it caused her to then go out and talk to some of the other supervisors on her team and discover that, in fact, this issue that had been brought up was real. Others shared it, and she got together with them as a group to look at how can we solve this problem. Well, you know, when you are willing to demonstrate that kind of openness and curiosity and you get your ego out of the way and you don't take a concern personally, because I think getting back to your original point about the shame and guilt that we have, sometimes that can prevent us Mm -hmm. from opening up to the ideas of other people because we feel like we have to protect ourselves from any potential future hurt or of looking bad to others so what happened in this situation and I think it can happen with many people is instead because of her humility and her willingness to listen and learn and explore alternatives beyond what she had been thinking originally it it created a different atmosphere on her team and people started coming to her more often to bring up concerns or even positive ideas or suggestions because they didn't feel they would be judged or criticized. So I think that's so key to building relationships is a willingness to say, I don't have all the answers. And in the past, I may have made a mistake and I apologize. Because, you know, the truth is, people have greater respect for someone who's willing to acknowledge when they've been wrong, right? And if they keep digging in their heels and trying to prove that their way is right or their past opinion was right, I 100% agree with you on so many levels, and I appreciate that um, very real case study um, of what happened with one of your um, specific leadership clients because that's an honest depiction of what's happening in offices around the world, companies for entrepreneurs and people behind the curtain in their own individual lives. They're having that same experience of being perceived a certain way that they didn't intend because that was not her intention. And then having to make a choice of how they're going to change the experience. How are you going to shift the experience? Not only for those other people who may have had the wrong perception of of you and your communication style or what you intended, but also to to shift the experience for yourself. And now she has, and for your example, she has a new relationship dynamic with these people that she works with that she didn't have before. Um, So I'm positive that the way she enters in that building, the way she enters into that next meeting, that engaging experience is very different than what it was six months prior to her humbling herself and and trying to get a little bit uncomfortable and taking a new approach. So that's an excellent point. Thank you for that. Sure. And you know, Mm -hmm. no matter what position someone has in a company, if you have issues with your own boss, there are ways that you can go in and, and talk to that person to try to understand their perspective, not in a way to challenge them or put them on the defensive 
But, you know, this whole idea of dialogue works up and down. Mm-hmm. So if there's someone that you have concerns about, and by the way, this also applies at home yes. with a spouse or a child. When we slow down and take the time to ask and simply say, I really would like to understand your perspective because I know we've butted heads on this in the past and I'd really like to you know, move beyond that so that we can have a positive relationship. So it would be helpful if we could both just be honest about what are our opinions and what they've been based on so we can clear up any uh, misunderstandings or confusions. Because, you know, Nikita, a lot of times problems with relationships happen because of assumptions that Mm -hmm. we've made Mm -hmm. about the person or about our interpretation of what they meant you know what their motive was and and I have learned over the years I've been wrong so many times about what I thought was behind someone's words and it was really something totally different so it's well worth the investment if you really care about the relationship it's well worth investing the time and risking making yourself vulnerable to get at the real issues kind of peel back the layers of the onion rather than just dealing on a superficial level you are a hundred percent right and you're actually giving me the perfect segue to our next segment um which i can't wait to get to because um, you just said, and I said, um, like three times, I heard myself say that out loud. You said so many key points that I can't wait to drill down into. So this next segment is brought to you by Millennial Leadership, a global advising network powered by youadvise.me. Millennial Leadership is engaging today's leaders for career success one city at a time. To get more information on Millennial Leadership, go to millennialleadership.youadvise.me. Meredith, you raised so many major points um, that is perfect for this segment of breaking expectations because a lot of it is based on those assumptions that other people have. To your point that you brought up um, in multiple different levels, we often will build expectations around a relationship because of an assumption or a summative point that we pulled based off of what someone said or didn't say, which I think sometimes is even more pivotal because he or she didn't say something we expected them to say uh, after an event or an engagement or an experience with us, then we've now assumed that they like us more, like us less, uh, appreciate or value us less or more um, than what we were hoping for. And I think that causes a lot of concern personally as well as in business relationships. So I'm curious for you, Meredith, have you had any, when you reflect on your own kind of uh, behind the curtain scenes points where maybe you had a certain expectation of someone and maybe the expectation was coming from yourself, that you expected yourself to show up in a relationship a certain way and you disappointed yourself. Did that occur for you? And if it did, how did you handle it? Oh, it's occurred many times in my (laughs) life. Um, Oftentimes when I have not spoken up or not said what I was really thinking for fear of losing that person's approval or respect or even their business, um, I remember one time very early in my 
business where I was like you. I really did not have a clue about how to be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. or uh, a salesperson because my background was education. And I was meeting with this prospective client, and um, the program that I was offering included me doing some training for everybody in their company around the topic of customer service. And I was going to be using some materials from another vendor for that. And so the quote that I had given them was for my time as well as for the materials. Mm -hmm. And in this particular case, there were the two owners that were sitting with me and this was a heating and air conditioning company. So they were used to buying, you know, their own products at a wholesale and then marking it up as part of what they provided to their own customers. So they knew I had a margin with these products that I was going to be using. And so they really um, asked me, and I don't remember the words they used. It's been so many years ago, but I do remember the feeling I had, which was intimidation mm. that they were saying, well, we know you've got a margin, so we'd, we'd like to pay you X amount. And because I really wanted the work at the time, I didn't even, you know, give a whimper back. Right. <laughs> I just said, well, okay. But I regretted it because I didn't, at the time, recognize or give myself credit for the value that these materials were going to bring and that I was going to bring and the actual change that I knew I could make with their people. So that was an important learning for me where I didn't stop and ask questions or even defend the pricing being what it was. I acquiesced to them pushing and I didn't I don't want to say I didn't push back, but I didn't respond in a way that really was standing up for me and what I was bringing to the table. You raised multiple points, um, and I can relate to that. I know many of the listeners can relate to being in a space of being so grateful because there's such a conflict in that, right? We're grateful for this opportunity. We know we're in the room um, and given, given a chance to do something different, but we also didn't necessarily walk in with... All the understanding and clarity of the value that other people saw we had, and they could take advantage of that. Um, and to your point, kind of stopping and being more vigilant and awake of not only where you're at, but what you have, what are you bringing to the table? And you were bringing a lot and they saw it. They saw that light. They saw that value. They saw the impact that you were going to make probably years before you knew you were even going to make it at that level. And they they knew what they were doing. They were, you know, being wolves and taking advantage because that's wolves don't know what else to do but to be wolves. So we can't be mad at them for acting within their nature. We just have to make a decision of how we're going to handle it the next time we're we're in the woods with them. I know that was like such a corny analogy, but um, (laughs) hopefully you and the listeners understood where I was going with that. Um, Well, yes. Yeah. Um, And I think, you know, part of it is that's the nature of their own business Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. trying, you know, people are trying to get them to come down in their price. So for them, it was price. And one of the key learnings for me, and I've continued learning it over the years is the more you can speak with confidence and certainty about what you have, who you are and what value you bring that gets conveyed to the people that you're interacting with. And it isn't a matter of being 
you know, aggressive in any way um, or anything negative. It's, it's simply having the belief in yourself that, yes, who I am, what I have is a value and taking responsibility for communicating that to the listener so that they understand you know what it is you're bringing to the table because I take responsibility back then for not having perhaps conveyed adequately to them what this could do for them and why it really was a wise investment and not a cost absolutely absolutely and there is a big difference between the cost versus the investment um, and I have to to string or piggyback on something kind of from a, an unapologetic pause moment, if you will. Um, you made a, a, a statement earlier when you were kind of reflecting on how you look back at how you handled that situation. But now going forward, obviously you would do it differently, right? You have experience on your side. You have grit on your side. You have success on your side. You you have some things that maybe you didn't feel you had at that time that positioned you um, at a different level of kind of taking control of that situation. But now, in more of an unapologetic sense of the, uh, of the term, if you were approached by a similar type of environment, a group of, of men or women to come to the table and with, you know, obviously you have a much different level of product now than you did then, but with your current product and service that you offer, if someone were to position themselves to ask you those same questions, how would you implement your boundaries a little bit different, you know, earlier on in the conversation so it maybe doesn't even get to the space of of having to be really aggressive in negotiations? That's such a good question. And one of the things I would do differently is I would ask more and better questions up front Mm -hmm. to find out what exactly they were hoping to accomplish with a training program like this. In other words, better understand where they are now and where they want to be and what's the gap, what's missing, what do they not have, and what would life be like for them at their company if that gap were filled? What would their people be doing that they're not doing now? so that we get them to envision their ideal life, Mm -hmm. if you will, the ideal way that their business would be, so that then I could better um, talk about what I would be doing that would help them get to that point. And I would also make better use of testimonials and case studies from some of our other clients to show, wow, they are thrilled with the results they've gotten because now these different things are a, a, a way of life in their company that they didn't have before. Because I, th- we know when you think about ourselves, you know, Nikita, as consumers, whether it's of a business product or personal product, it means a lot to know what other people think. That's why reviews are so valuable, whether it's for a podcast or a product you're buying on Amazon or anywhere else. Right. What other people say about what we have to offer carries more weight than what we ourselves say. So that's another thing I would do is bring in um, you know, positive input from other people about the results they've gotten. 
I love that. Meredith, how can the listeners follow up with you um, both online, you know, to just to have a, a conversation as well as for those that are ready to move forward and gain some insight from you direct through your coaching or your corporate side of your business? Well, they can find me. I'm most active on LinkedIn and Twitter. Mm -hmm. And my um, account in both of those is Meredith M. Bell. And um, our website for those interested in their own development with our online coaching system is called strongforperformance.com. And that word for is F-O-R spelled out. So strongforperformance.com. And on that website, we do have a link at the top to resources. So we have a number of free resources in the form of eBooks, you know, audios and videos. I will say that Meredith has been a stream of literally a stream, a vast stream of resources for me. I think, what is it, Meredith? You've given me at least two or three books at this point for, she knows I like to read a book a week and she has definitely not held back. Like, well, listen here, this, listen, girl, you need to listen. You need to watch this one, read this one, pay attention to that one. You've been amazing. So I can only imagine what's on the corporate site when you're being more formal um, in terms of the resources and information you're giving out to those who are ready to move forward. Yes, there are quite a few, and I welcome people, you know, reaching out to me on LinkedIn to connect. I love connecting with folks and just mention Nikita's podcast so I'll know where you learned about me, and that would be great. That is perfect. We want to thank our guest, Meredith Bell, and as always, thank you for taking a moment of your day to allow me to plant positive seeds in your life, relationships, and business. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, and share this podcast to help us ensure the bold and brave have access to valuable balance tools. Once again, we'd like to thank our sponsor, All About Leverage, that integrates LinkedIn and social selling innovation to build power networks, open more doors, and maximize client acquisition. Get more information from them at allaboutleveragellc.com. If you are not already a member, come on over and join the community of investors who have decided to seed into themselves and balance boldly. Go to figpro.com forward slash me time to get access to our private coaching community. For direct links to our power partner sponsors and our wonderful guest, Meredith Bell, and additional resources mentioned in this episode, see the show notes below. Until next time, Stop and be mindful of these relationship traps that we're talking about that we tend to create. Even the unintentional scars we make cause a lasting mark. With intention, enjoy the balance of your day and do it boldly.